So my tool is Class Dojo, and um, there's a lot of things you can do with it. It's meant for, um, it kind of raises collaboration between the parents and students and the teacher. So right here, this is my um, fake class, and you can, you have all your students on there. You can put them into groups and arrange them however you want. Um, you can take attendance on here. There's also a way that you can, um, there's like class stories right here. And you can post pictures of what you're doing so that the parents know what's going on in the classroom and they can see cool things that their students are doing. And um, you can message students or parents and um, just keep them involved if there's any problems. Um, with the students, you can um, update their like points. You can track their behavior. Um, you can reward them points or take away points, and that way their parent can also see what's going on in the classroom and see if they're having any problems or what they need to work on. And so that's an overview of it. Um, so according with the um, SAMR framework, I think, um, well, there's an aspect for the groups. I find substitution in that where, like, you could just make up groups using sticks or um, just, like, make up groups off the top of your head or using table groups or whatever, but that's a way to substitute so that the um, technology can do it for you just automatically. There's also, um, I think, modification because I, I think you could do all these things. You could have a handwritten copy, but this would just be, um, it's more effective and it, this is a way that involves the parents. So you don't have to like email them or set up a meeting, but it will just, the technology does it for you. So that redesigns the task of um, monitoring behavior and all this stuff. And then for the TPAC framework, um, I think there is, the, you can see the pedagogy involved with um, students being involved and the parents being involved as well. And you can see the technology is very heavily used to do all these things, like I said, that you could just do on your own, but um, the technology is just a more efficient way to do it. Um, but the content knowledge, I don't think it's as much there because this is mostly for just communication. It's not, you, you don't you really use it for um, lessons or anything like that. Like you can post pictures of what you've done in class already, but that's just mostly for other people for you to see afterwards. And I think they can, the students can like comment back and forth. And there's a little bit of content in that way where you can um, share ideas, but mostly it's not like Nearpod or a different tool where you can use it just specifically for the content lesson. And for my rating, so we made our rating scale. It's based on adaptability. Um, so that's like how well you can adapt it to each grade or um, 
different students in the classroom. Um, so according to adaptability, um, I think I would give it like a three on a scale of one to five, because I think you can use it for most grades, I'd say above like first or second grade, because they have to be able to read to use it. And since they can't really read that well when they're so young, that's hard to do. Um, for user-friendly, that's our second um, topic. And um, that just means like how well the parents can access it, how well students and teachers can access it. And I think that would be a, I'd say a four. Um, I think most people would be able to access it. I know like a lot of parents have smartphones and they there's an app for Class Dojo that can easily be used, but there are going to be people that don't have technology, so it's harder for them to access it. But overall, I think people would be able to access it, especially during school hours. And then lastly is involvement. And we wanted to break that down into teacher involvement and student involvement. I think I would give it a five for both of those, for teachers and students, because um, they're going to be, well, I think I'd give it a five for the teachers because they're going to be very actively looking, um, watching the students and keeping track of them. And I think I would give it a four for the students because it's more so for the teachers than the students. The students can still be involved and see how they're doing. Um, and they can still post things and comment, but I think mostly the teacher uses it more so than the students would. Um, this app and the website are free, so that's really cool because um, that gives greater access to people and it's really easy to use. And there's nothing to lose if you <laughs> don't use it as much as you thought. Um, that the, the class dojo was made by teachers and it has really good ratings, like four or four and a half stars on the, um, like on Amazon and other on the app store and other um, rating websites. All It's pretty, um, pretty similar on all of them, around four or five stars. And um, the only, the thing that I saw critiquing it was that it could um, like, it could create a reliance on a reward system on extrinsic rewards rather than intrinsic. So students are, they're not just wanting to um, behave or do all these things just because they know they should, but because they see, oh, I have, I just earned points or now my parent knows, but so um, it could just lessen their um, motivation or knowing like their integrity, knowing that they should do it just because they should. Um, I think that's all for mine. <laughs> Courtney, do you wanna do yours? Alrighty. Let me stop sharing. Okay, let me start sharing. I really liked yours. Um, that, was, that was a good point you made about for the critique. Um, 
about how kids shouldn't be like become independent on I mean dependent students shouldn't become dependent on the points because that's not you know why they're there in school and stuff to learn okay oh, also sorry did you have any questions for me before we start <laughs> <laughs> um I think the only question that I had really thought of was the accessibility like for for parents that might not have like computers in their home, mm -hmm. um, how would they um, access it? Yeah, how would they access log it? Log on. Get it, yeah. Um, I think, I mean, libraries are always a good resource there because you can use the computers for free. And even though that's like not super practical all the time, I think just every once in a while you could try to go get logged on and check up. I mean, you wouldn't have it access to it every day like everyone else would. But I think also, um, like if if a, the teacher notices that somebody is not responding on there, um, they could maybe have a conversation like, do you have access to it? And then if they find out they don't, then um, just communicate with them in a different way, like through email or whatever way is would work for them yeah cool all righty so my tool is called floop and it, it it's um it stands for the feedback loop so it's kind of like a version of flipgrid um and like the class dojo it is also free you know gotta love free <laughs> so this is a website that teachers can make um, accounts and classrooms and then have their students come into it and the students can then take pictures of the assignments, whether they be paper assignments, uh, posters, projects, you know, whatever it may be, they can take pictures of them and submit it um, onto Floop and then the teacher can go in and provide feedback. They can click on, they can like highlight specific sections of the picture and give them feedback and comments and um, how they can change it and make it better. So this is just the main page uh, for Floop, and so you can kind of see how they can drag in uh, and paste things into the picture. And if we keep going down just a bit. So it allows teachers to collect work, give, give feedback, and then support, ah, I can't see it because of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, support engagement, there you go. So then you can do conversation threads and then they can uh, resubmit it for uh, higher points or just for more feedback. So um, there's a little demo that you can do down here, which I was able to do without making an account. And so then it kind of shows you, you can click here to leave feedback. So if I click here, then I can, I can, you know, type, I can type some feedback and I can't spell feedback right. And then it'll save. So then when the student goes to the assignment, then they can click on it and see um, what feedback I left for them. So these are a couple of uh, reviews that the teachers have given. So this is actually a pretty uh, wide range of teachers. You have the sixth grade teacher, um, an eighth grade teacher, and then a high school teacher. And so then it shows that it's uh, very adaptable for different grades, which was part of our, again, part of our rating scale and our rubric was that it was adaptable uh, for multiple grades. 
I probably wouldn't go uh, lower than fifth or sixth grade just because um, it takes a certain amount of like understanding to be able to upload uh, your assignments and um, to get the feedback back from from the teachers. Um, so this was created. It was built by the teachers. This is informed by research and then they actually tested it and perfected it um, using it just in their classrooms and getting feedback from from their students on what they can do better. So I actually made an account. I made a teacher account and then I went back and made a student account. And so that's up here. I made a teacher account for the tech for the 21st century class. Um, and then I made an assignment, which is the podcast video just for today. And then I made another account as a student and submitted a project so that we could just kind of take a look at it. So now I, as a teacher, can look at this picture. These are just my notes for, for the podcast we did today. Um, these are my notes that I made. And so then I can go in and click and go on triple E and say, needs more info if I can type stuff, whatever. Needs more information. Um, so then I can go back as the student and be like, oh, okay, the teacher says that I need more information. So then I can just go and do that. Um, it also, I can go back as the teacher, wherever that went. Hang on, I'm gonna close our pictures again. <laughs> so I can also run a peer review. So it's not just the it's not just them getting uh, feedback from the teacher, but then they can also get feedback from each other, which helps with you know communication and conversation between themselves. Um, and then I can go through and grade their peer review. So if the assignment was to peer review, you know, the like A, B, and C assignment, then I can go through and say, oh yes, this student did a peer review for this person, and they get full credit for that. Um, yeah, so that's about what we had. That's about what it is, you know, all for Flute. You can put as many assignments on there as you want and the kids can submit uh, multiple pictures. And again, it doesn't have to be like just papers. It can be uh, posters and projects and all those assignments that you might have. Um, going off of the rating scale, and we have already said that the adaptability, it's pretty good, but I would say about six through through 12, you can probably, you can even do it for college as well, but I wouldn't go below sixth grade. So I'd probably give it about a four because you can't use it for younger grades. Um, User-friendly wise, I mean, I made this account in about five minutes and I submitted a picture in like two minutes. So it's, it's pretty user-friendly, I'd give that a five. Um, it's not really meant for parents. So it's kind of more just interaction between the student and the teacher. Um, the parents can obviously get onto the student's account and, you know, look at what they're doing, but it's not like meant to engage with the parents. So, I mean, that one's probably about a three because it's not really for the parents. Um, it's pretty involved with the teacher and the student because as soon as the student gives uh, someone's an assignment then the teacher can give feedback and then they can actually open up a conversation, um, kind of like what we have in our Zoom chat with uh, Brother Pacini, we can kind of almost text him directly. So the students are able to talk to the teacher directly through this and have a conversation if they have any questions. Um, as far as frameworks go, uh, I use the same ones that, you know, that you did, Sarah, was the SAMR. And so for, it allows like the, 
allows the option for the significant task to redesign and to create new ones because it allows you to give feedback. Like it's not a set in stone, I'm turning this assignment in. It's here's what I have so far. Give me your feedback so that I can redesign it and um, make it better. Or if I need to uh, restart and just do it all over again. Uh, and then it goes along with the, the T-Pack because it's um, like how the, how the tech is used. It's really easy to use, like I said. Um, you can just kind of go on there and make an account and the teacher does have to give the students um, the classroom code so that they can be a part of it. But after that, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, and like the what teachers know part of the T-Pack, uh, the teacher has to be pretty proficient in the concept and the lesson they're giving so that they can give uh, efficient feedback. So yeah, that's about what I have for that. Any questions, Sarah? Um, I was just wondering, can the, um, so when the teacher gives feedback, can the mm -hmm. student then reply and ask questions or ask, you know, like specify if they need to, to like, so can the student reply to the teacher's feedback? Yes. So if I close this again and then uh, go back to the assignment that I had made and click on my own submission. Then over here, it's got like your little menu bar. And so this is the conversations. So then I can open this up and then the student can respond to what I said and then I can respond to what they said and then we can hold a conversation kind of just like texting. So then they oh. can, you can have a conversation with them and uh, they can ask you, why did you comment that way? And you can explain it and vice versa. So yeah. And um, what kind of ratings did you see this got for if you, like when you, you know, look, looked it up? Yeah, so when I, when I had looked it up, um, it got between like a four and a five star. Um, a lot of teachers said that it was very easy to use. Um, there was some parents that had replied to some reviews and was like, I feel like I'm not involved in this and I wish I was. But then it goes back to, you know, Floop is meant for teachers and students. It isn't really meant for the parents. Like the parents can get onto the student's account, but it's not meant for them. So there was a couple of, you know, angry parents on there. But um, it got some really good reviews from teachers because it's just, it's so easy to use and it's free again. So it's always nice. Okay, yeah. cool. It's a cool tool. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let me stop.